0: Welcome back to the Suraj Podcast. In the last episode, we heard how Guru Bahadur's head was brought to Anandapur Sahib. We heard how the funeral rites had taken place. Chapter 4 now begins describing how all the rituals for Guru Bahadur had been completed by Guru Gobind Singh as the elders had advised. Wherever Sikhs heard the news, they came together, the Masans were coming together, and they were making their way to Anandapur Sahib clans of the Bedi's, the Trehin, the Padla, these are clans related to the lineages of Guru Nanak Dev Ji, Guru Angad Dev Ji, Guru Ji. They all came when they heard the news. They were sitting around the Guru after they had set up their camp in the city at Anandpur. Mata Nanaki is the Guru Goma grandmother. She began to wail in mourning, letting tears fall from her eyes as she mourned at heart. In every way, Mata Gujuri as well, the wife of Guru Tegh Bahadur, Was mourning as well, and she had just rivers of tears flowing from her eyes. And deliberating with the musan's Guru Gobind Singh sent some messengers to the mothers to say, Go tell the mothers and give them great resolve and courage. In the house of the Guru, there's never mourning, only the composed, blissful flavor of the divine. Once they have heard the Guru's words and sent them off to their mothers, the masans heard the Guru's words and they went off to go see the mothers. And once they greeted them, they sat close by. And with folded hands, they spoke, O mothers, please listen to our words. It does not behoove you to behave in such a manner, with such throes of affection. The Guru has shed his body willingly. He guarded the great darm of the Hindus. He has placed upon the head of the Lord of the Torks Aurangzeb a great curse. And at that same time, he had understood that his end, his body's end, had approached. Now, see your son in the same position and stop your mind from turning towards such great grief. And at that time, Mata Gujiri's brother was seated next to her. His name was Krapal Chand. This is Guru Gobind Singh's uncle. And he had heard this and he also immediately said, Oh, my sister Mata Gujiri, please take these words into account. Fate can never be erased. The Guru had written some sloks to you, some stanzas for you. Why do you not contemplate their meanings in your heart? Their son, Guru Gobind Singh, will become so great who, of his own accord, shows great glory. Look towards him, I say, and feel bliss. He is the beloved moon for us partridges. The Guru has spoken to his sons many times and he sent them to you, telling them to console you. The two mothers listened to this, to the words of Karpal Chand and they took these words into account. They rid themselves from any grief while feeling the love for their child, Guru Gobind Singh. And at that point, the Masans were told, As is the tradition of dastarbundi, some items should be requested and purchased. If in this place you find them, then buy them in bulk. Otherwise, send people off to other towns. And the Masans heard this request. They sent off people with money and they brought with them many dastars, other pieces of cloth. They also asked for expensive wool cloth and also brought silk. To several villages, they sent money for ghee, for clarified butter. They gathered together a lot of white sugar. And in this way, they prepared all the things for the ritual. As much was needed, they gathered some extra as well, just out of precaution. Some people spoke of the ritual, and lands around began to hear of it, that this, this Darabandhi ceremony would be taking place. And they all wished to make their way towards Nandpur. Attendants and musans, they all prepped and got ready. They also brought with them many expensive and beautiful nastars. Having gathered together, all of the sangat, all of the devotees, they spoke in praise of the Guru. And they said, the Guru's age is only little, but he is to receive the title of Guru. A great gathering will occur in Anandpur. Quickly, let's get together and let's attend this festival. So from all four directions, the Sikhs heard the news and they quickly headed towards Anandpur to see the Guru. And on that road, there was great congestion getting together in many groups, they were all traveling together to reach Anandpur and a great horde now was gathering in Anandpur. And amongst this massive group of people the six were speaking to each other they were hearing about the virtues of the Guru and they felt in such bliss they were thinking that oh, even though the Guru's body and age so small, but the glow from their face is like the moon all bowed down to the Guru when looking upon the Guru's form, whose intellect was sharp and nimble, quick-witted with unparalleled beauty Everybody was saying, blessed, blessed is the Guru, whose eyes were wide, alert, and sparkling. At which point, Mata Gujiri spoke out to the Masans, saying, let us perform a jug, a charitable feast. Call together and gather all the sadhus, the saints, and wherever they be, let us respectfully feed them. The officials, the Masans of the Guru, they listened to this order, and with speed, they performed this work. They called together all the best cooks and a Appropriately instructed them on the procedures. They said, "Bring some sugar, butter, bring all the supplies that you need. Also, bring wheat flour and other fine flour as well." They prepared many small and large puriyan, and in a great place, they stocked them up. They piled them up. They also brought with them very deep frying pans, and they kept preparing and storing batches of prashad as well. They made big. Uh, Large, thick uh, kachoris And many fine, great chefs Were now busy preparing food there Many people Were making wonderful variations of food And now a great stockpile Had been prepared Of big and small puriyan They had all sorts of other type of food as well Wherever there were well-dressed Sants, sadhus Whoever there was They were brought Wherever there were well-dressed Masans, sants, sadhus, ascetics great holy men, they would call them. They would say that there's a feast being prepared, and please come attend. So there were many of the Brahmin caste there as well, and other caste groups too. They were all treated accordingly with great respect. And Guru Singh oversaw all of this, watching overhead after climbing his rooftop. The Masans then made rows, bangat, where they would line up for langar. Whoever they saw, they sat them down there with great respect. There was such a large crowd now of people who were ready to eat. The organizers were telling people where to go, how to form these long lines. Many people began to hand out food now, and they were all satisfied just from that one massive serving. Nobody asked for seconds. Quickly, they gave out the food before everybody was seated, and each began to eat their food with such delight. They began to applaud, saying, how could this incredible food not be made by the Guru's son? The divine Guru, who himself is a doer, and cause of all action. Some were given prashad, others were given large and small puriyam. They were given out yogurt, seasoned with cumin. Only with a glance, without any pleas, would they give out more to the guests. Everybody there was so satisfied, being greatly delighted in the food, and eagerly, the servers would go around saying, please, please, have more, have more. They were slowly all enjoying the sweet, sour, and spicy foods over and over again they were pouring out crisp water and in their minds people were so satisfied tasting the delightful food they then began drinking the water they washed their hands and they were all saying blessed, blessed is the true Guru and then with Mata Gujri, Guru Gom Singh went to the Masans and he gave them money He placed it into their hands and commanded them go and give this money to everybody here who ate don't let there be any commotion do this in an orderly fashion so that nobody goes empty-handed taking the money with them the masons were giving out the money to everybody who attended to the benamins to the sons to the hunts to all the ascetics to all the holy men to all this congregation And in joy, they all began to sing the Guru's praises. The Guru who has earned great praise through his generosity, through providing this feast. The Guru is an owner of all skills, perfect and great in every way. And he is just like his grandfather, Guru Gobind Singh. He has this enthusiastic intellect and nature. And at heart, he is understood to be the most benevolent. In delighting so many people, he will grant bliss in such a gracious manner. Others would say, what were his father and grandfathers like? And they would respond, saying, Guru Arjan Dev Ji, Guru Ram of the Sordhi clan, they both granted liberation to countless servants. In such a lineage of the Sordhi clan was Guru Gomissi was born. Only those with great fortune remain within such a great family. Thus, they all sang the Guru's praises, and in delight they took the money that was given to them as an offering. In bliss, they gave many blessings, saying, May the Guru's son live long, as long as the Yamuna and Ganga river flow." Through these lands, may you live as long with great happiness. In this way, there was such a rush, great congestion at the feasts organized by the Guru. Everybody of the city of Anandpur felt such bliss. The Sikh congregation was completely content, and only then, at the end, did the Masans then sit down and partake in the food. Many men of countless countries descended upon the city, and with their own deep desire, they set up camp there to stay in Anandpur. So as that day went by and following into the night too, they arose the next morning singing Shabbats of the Guru. A great commotion arose out of delight and people were greeted and gathered amongst themselves. And after the astrological date was looked up and researched, they set that date for the dastarbandi occasion to occur. It was in the first half of the beautiful month of Phaggan. On the fifth day, this was scheduled properly by those who were extremely wise. So the month of Phaggan is between February and March. Whoever heard this message after it was then sent out to the different towns, when they heard it, they quickly began their preparations to set off to Anandpur, to gather there, to take part in the celebration. So the inhabitants of Lahore, of Amritsar, so they gathered together and they told the news to all the Sikh congregation and they packed up and they began to head towards Anandpur. Those homes which were located at the sites of Guru Nanak Dev Ji, Guru Angad Dev Ji, Guru Das and all of their lineages, they also began their preparations to head to Anandpur. Those other Sikhs who had received the honor of the Manji title by one of the nine gurus, all of them also descended upon Anandpur side. The Sikh congregations put up their tents with much effort and established themselves properly in the city. And all on four sides around the city, there were groups of Sikhs settled there, and all were greatly delighted hearing the Guru's news. On arrival they donated great gifts imbued with devotion saying Blessed, blessed is the Guru who kept the Distad of Honor on the head of the Hindus. This is how chapter four concludes. In the next chapter, we're going to hear how the distar ceremony takes place. So that's where we're going to pick up next time. But as always, I'd like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangala Patreon page. <laughs> And got to Karan Kitchen Kara, the team by Astrakatu Dega Vara, as little as a couple of thousand Sara, but I have a general Sara, the chairs are good by Niko, by Katanara,